0: Welcome to the Anod Right audio blog. Your voiceover diva is Dr. Donna Oriowo. Please note that the information found on this and other blog posts is a matter of researched opinion. Direct your concerns or questions to questions at anodright.com. Direct your comments to the comment section and share on social media using the hashtag Anod Wright Speaks. Warning, content on the audio blog may be different from the written blog. My thoughts too fast and my mouth too quick. Not sorry. Hey y'all. This week's blog post is called Goals and Resolutions: Creating a Plan that Actually Makes Shit Happen. Written by yours truly, Dr. Donna Oreo. So this for me is one of the most exciting times of the year. Not just because I'm a huge fan of Christmas movies, holiday songs, and all that jazz, but because it is a time where for the most part, My family, friends, clients, and even random people out here on these streets seem to be filled with hope, happiness, and the desire for more. It's a time where you can actually feel that you can have the things that you've wanted while being the most reflective and planful. Side note, I also recognize that some people are just feeling like they didn't do dilly dang all year, but you know, that's not what I'm talking about right now. I know for me, sitting in the therapist chair, it's a different experience around the holidays. People are more reflective of the last year, what has brought them, what it has taken from them, what they were able to achieve and not achieve, and what goals they've been able to make happen. I'm sure you've thought about the areas of your life you feel are the same or have been same year after year after year. And the same thing is happening on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. People are just being a lot more reflective. At the same time, there's a desire for more that makes people ready to do work. I think it's great when I see people talking about those 2020 visions. Mm. I think it's great that you have a vision implanted so firmly in your mind that you're ready to grab the magazines in your house, get some glitter, some glue, a poster board, and make sure that you capture the vision in your mind on paper so that you can bring it to life in the new year. The thing is, the therapist in me loves it. But you know what? So much of this is based in emotion. And number one, feelings are not facts. And number two, feelings are fleeting. Feelings do not last forever. They do not stay and wait for you to get ready to do shit. Emotions come and go. They're not here to play with you forever. When you're sad and I say feelings are fleeting, it makes you feel better. But when you're happy and I say it, it don't feel so good, right? But I want to say that feelings are fleeting because you are in the mindset of hope, happiness, and desire, and all these little feel-good feelings just moseying along. You think that you can create the life you want from the feelings alone, and you can't. You can't because feelings are fleeting. And the next thing comes, and you got distracted. And your emotions have gone haywire and have moved into a new space with new data. And they're constantly doing that all the time, which means that the things that were once at the forefront that got you feeling hopeful and happy, they've moved on. They move on whether or not you've made plans. And as much as I love that you are all into the emotions of it all, feeling all the feels, at the end of the day, planning takes work. It takes a little bit more than what you were feeling at any given time of day with proper planning and trying to do something other than make new year's resolutions. And when you do the work, when to actually create a new year's plan of action, it takes actual work. My black people, here's the problem though, right? We are tired. You may have the desire and the hope for the future, but many of us, including you are drained because we do too dang much. And we plan to do too much as it is. You see so much and you have so much to do on a regular basis, but that by the time you get home, you're tired. It's easy to be hopeful and desire-filled during the holiday season when you're not working quite regularly. You're taking days off, which gives you more time to be reflective. And during this time, you might even be slightly bored, which is why you're actually in your mind and in your feelings a little bit more because you have the time to do it. But that doesn't last because at some point, you pick up and go again. You leave behind those feel-good emotions that you once had. Oftentimes, when we get back into the swing of our schedules, you start feeling discouraged, and then you just want to stop. You put so many plans on your minds and in your plate, which usually includes things like, oh, I need to lose weight, I need to do better by me in general. I'm going to start going to therapy. I'm going to start my own business. I need to make money. I'm trying to buy a house. I want a new car. I mean, you're making monetary goals and every other goal that you can think of telling yourself that you're going to start everything come Jan 1 because you feel so hope filled and you probably feel a little bit of an a sense of urgency, especially if you feel like you haven't done anything in the previous year and you're feeling like you're getting left behind. But then you start feeling overwhelmed. And then right there, you see the problem? You're done. Emotions are still ruling you. They're just ruling you in a different way. Where before you had desire, hope, and happiness, now you're feeling discouraged, overwhelmed, and overworked. And at the end of the day, it's dictating what you do and what you won't do. So let's talk about how we stay on track in three easy, but maybe not that easy, steps. I think it's easy, easy, but here we go. Number one, write about what you want and keep it visible. The hardest thing to do is keep something at the forefront of your mind when you're not constantly being reminded of that thing. So how do we keep it visible? Well. It's up to you, but one of my great friends, Dr. Ajetta Robinson, has chalkboards all over her house talking about the things that she wants, and she's able to look at it while she's getting ready in the morning or brushing her teeth before bed. For me, I like to put mine on the fridge because the kitchen is where I like to live my life, but I also make sure that I write some of my goals out on the bathroom mirror with a dry erase marker. It don't stain. And it's right there in my face while I'm brushing my teeth in the morning. I write out my goals to make sure they stay in the forefront of my mind. I need to see them all the time so that I'm reminded to work toward it and to make sure that at least a small portion of my day is dedicated to that thing that is written on my fridge and in my bathroom. When you write it out, it becomes more of a goal and it becomes more viable because it's in your line of vision. Number two, Know your why beyond making the bread. Like I said, oftentimes we make money goals, but money is a tool. So if your goal is to have money just for the sake of having it so that you can hoard it in your bank account, but you're not thinking about what the use of that money is going to be, then money is probably not going to be enough to actually sustain you. So I want you to think beyond, I want money. And really get into the space of why you want money. What will this money do for you? How will you use it? How will it change your life? This is something that I got from a retreat that I went on last month called Orgasm. For the sexuality professional to get some of those business advice. I want to give a huge shout out to Delisha Sa and Shadeen Francis. Because they rocked it out like they do every single year with this one. I've heard from people that were there in the past years. and. I ain't heard not one complaint yet. Anyway, knowing your why beyond money is gonna help to keep you on track. And I would also add that you should write out your why. When you write your goal to make it visible and then you're also able to remember remember why this goal is important, it makes the goal even more viable, more likely to happen because you're gonna rock it out because you remember why it's important to do it. Now, I know that we ain't ready, but we're going to take a deep breath and get into number three. Here we go. Number three, keep things accountable with a tribe of like-minded people. Now, I know that everybody wants to move like the G in lasagna, you know, silently. But real Gs don't actually move in silence. They actually tell a select few people who they've chosen because of who they are and what they know about that person to help hold them accountable. For me, I'm in two different accountability groups with some really dope-ass divas who help keep my ass on track. We meet regularly to talk about where we are with our goals. Every morning, I tell them what I am doing and I check in with them in the evening to tell them what I got done and what I wasn't able to get done. That's the accountability. Now, what that looks like if you decide to work with me, I stalk you. I know it sounds bad, but I stalk you with love. And because sometimes we need a little bit of stalking. You would be in a private accountability group where we are constantly talking about what we're doing today to make sure that your dreams are on the road to coming true. We do check-ins. And even if you don't check in with me, I will check in with you. And I do this because I know that sometimes we lack initiative. And I know that sometimes we just want to forget the thing or we got bogged down with all the other stuff, but that's what an accountability partner is there for to really help you get this work done. So don't worry. I got that initiative and I will check in with you because I want to know what's going on and I really want you to meet the goal that you have set for yourself. So here's number four. I'm going to give you a bonus jump on how to keep working at these goals. Now, I'm not trying to sell you on shit because you can make your goals happen with or without me, but I need you to become a gold digger, whether you become a gold digger with me or you become a gold digger with somebody else. Now, being a gold digger does not necessarily mean that you got to take my webinar or join my crew. It means that you will work on the three things that I have already talked about and put the work toward achieving your goals. Even if you choose not to take my webinar, there are other webinars out there. There are checklists. There are people on YouTube. Find what tools and resources resonate with you and go forth and use them. And invest in yourself. Because investing in yourself is an investment in your future and living your absolute best life. So you don't have to choose to invest with me. But I do want you to choose something. Because when we learn how to use the tools that someone else has, We also are thinking about the ways that we can modify it to our lives so that we can do the first three steps and ultimately achieve number four of being a gold digger. I want to make sure that we are making plans beyond our feelings because like I said, feelings are fleeting and they will leave your ass high and dry in the middle of the work you are trying to do and you need to be more than your feelings to get up off all this work. So go off in the comments, y'all. What else would you say helps you stay on track with your goals and making sure that you actually meet those goals and resolutions? How can you use this time that we are filled with hope, happiness, and desire to make even better plans that will help to sustain us through the end of 2020 and not just the end of January 2020 so that we can see our vision become a reality? All right, y'all, y'all know I'm about to be out, but this is me giving you a little bit more information. For those of you who are looking, I do have a webinar, Goal Digging, When Vision Boards Are Not Enough. It's up and it's been available. It comes with a workbook to help get you started on really drawing out what that vision is gonna be. I do also have an accountability group, but like Jesus, That webinar is the light, the truth, and the way. If you have not done the work in that webinar, I will not invite you to do accountability with me. It just can't be done because we wouldn't even be on the same page. And there's a lot to be gained in that type of setting. Even if it's just me and you, or if it's me, you, and a bunch of other people, I promise you, you're going to get a little something out of it. So... I wanted to just make sure I give you some advice on how you can stay on track despite the fleeting happy holiday feels that are going to leave us at some point. All right, y'all, check out the webinar. Go ahead and sound off in the comments. I wanna know how y'all do what you do. All right, y'all, I'm out.